All right, hello and welcome to the 16th edition of the world-renowned Better Blake Than Ever podcast. Um, it's me, John, and I have a forgot surprise guest with me today. Um, you haven't heard of them for the last few few years because they don't care about the podcast nearly as much as I do. Are you talking about me? I am talking about you. Fuck you. <laughs> Emily's here. Um, I'm here. For the first time since, uh, I don't know, last January. So. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I've been busy. What have you been doing with your life? Podcasting. Oh, really? Thinking up stories. Um, but yeah, so I think it's been a couple weeks, maybe like a month since the last one. Um, but we're 16 in. It's a good number. It is. That's like four times four, I don't know. So, um... John can do quick math, guys. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> so, uh... Just from the last episode, actually from episode 13, Johnny's Rocket, which I was very proud of. Um... That was good. I like the, uh... How we actually went to lunch there. And your name's John. Yeah. So Johnny's Rocket, and... I kind of switched it around. Yeah, it was good. Well, actually, in the, in the episode, I totally forgot what it was called. I didn't know if it was Johnny's Rocket or Johnny Rockets or Johnny's... I think Johnny, it's Johnny Rockets. That's what I think it's called. Yeah. Johnny Rocket. Anyway, it was a great place. It was the, a good play lady, on words. The yeah. lady had a had an accent there, so I think it was kind of Mexican because we were in Miami or Cuban, Latino, Hispanic, Hispanic. Or what Donald Trump would say. <gasps> we're not going to go there. <laughs> um. <clears throat> anyway, so during that episode, I uh, I talked about you a little bit. A little bit. I got. I got a. I got reamed. Um, for my window seat etiquette on the way back from Miami. So tell us about it. Well, to make it, to make, um, to, to not be a dead horse, let's say, um, on the way back from Miami. And the way to. And the way to. (laughs) I, uh, I rudely fell asleep in the window seat, <laughs> um, which, according to John, um, should be a felony. And uh, Death sentence. You know, what can I say? I fell asleep on planes. In the window seat. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, I would say at least a quarter of the people on that plane would have loved a window seat and to love to look at the views. And then you have assholes like you... Who fucking sit there. Don't bite your lip at me. And slobber on the fucking tray <laughs> while they're sleeping. I was not slobbering. But look. Okay. Actually, I did it on the way home for Easter week. But the plane hadn't technically taken off yet. So does that count? Yeah, it does. Damn it. So you slept before the takeoff. Right. But then once the plane took off. it was a, We were taxiing for a long time. And then once the plane actually took off, I woke up and was awake. But the guy next to me was, like, hacking out along. What did you want me to do? Earphones? <laughs> I didn't have any. I've been without earphones for, like, the last, like, two months. One of my earphones broke, so I have the one whole thing. So, um, it irritated, like, when we were on our way back to Miami, I was already kind of miffed because, you know, the vacation was over. And, um, you know, I really miss, I missed the boat. Me too. Like how um, I would have lived there with those people. Yeah. Well, I didn't like all the people. But well, yeah, but I mean, we were on vacation. <laughs> there was something we never talked about, and I just came to my mind. Like when we were sitting in the in the in the in the terminal for the boat. Oh yeah. The fucking 
Oh, the the ch the chance. Yeah. Those fucking guys. Come on. Like there was the one. I mean, the Larry one was funny. If you don't know the show, this isn't gonna make no sense. But that was good grammar. <laughs> this isn't gonna make no sense. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't well, mean to say that. We'll go back and... I mean, I know. Oh, jeez. I know you didn't, but you did. Oh, man. <laughs> I really said that. Yeah. Those kind of, I've never done that before. Anyway. Um, usually you're the one correcting the situation. Yeah. Well, happens. I don't usually talk. That's... 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 Not, wow. I probably sound stupid right there, didn't I? <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, the first... Like... Like, the Larry Chance that was funny, like, the first time, maybe the second time? Yeah, well, because everybody in the room is doing it, yeah. pretty much. And it was fun it was funny then. Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, with the nature of the show. But once it caught, got, like, with the, um, what was the other one? Let's Get Sexy. Let's Get Sexy. And My Wife Left Me. Yeah. Those are funny the first time, but the thing with jokes is you, you can't do them too much. Yeah. Or it's going to get old and people are going to get sick of it. Well, just, like, during the whole boat, like, as eventually, once the comedians ran out of jokes to tell, it got they started to get them, old, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, the thing was, uh, one of the bathrooms didn't unlock. I think it was both of them or just one of them. Oh, and yeah. every time, every time they would, someone would go in there, they'd be like, they would say a chant and it would be really annoying and really kind of mean. What? Something like the bathroom was locked or something? Something like, like that. To the tune of Let's Get Sexy. Yeah. It was just so annoying. So, uh, that was a terminal ruiner. And then we heard our, our gate get called, and it was all over. Yep. And they so. gave us high fives when we got on the ship. That and then cool. promptly squirted us yeah, it was with sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, sanitizer. I think they did it before and after. I thought they? that was just a Sal joke I thought so too. at first, and then they always did it. Yeah. Well, but did, you don't you don't think that that still could have been a thing? It, I guess it could have been. Because just and the people the didn't speak English, so they were like, squirty, squirty. No, they were you like, washy-washy. No, washy-washy. Was it washy-washy? I think it was washy-washy, yeah. yeah. So anyway. So you got a little extra cruise episode. And if you still haven't got the cruise episode, it's all your fault. It's not ours. Um, so send in your questions, your concerns, your comments, or you're never, frankly, going to listen to that episode. So, yeah, I thought Emily's window seat etiquette was um, was extremely poor on the way to and from Miami. But I also brought up, I don't know if you remember it from the episode, because I railed into you for probably... 11 minutes. At least. No, no, I counted. It was 11 minutes. <laughs> um, I talked about the story. You remember when we were going to Burlington from Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Or Ronald Reagan? Whichever that... Yeah. With and the kids? Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel? I was pissed off for you, but I was like, I ain't fucking moving. Fuck you, man. Like, right, so you kind of did that to me? Yeah. But I was saying, like, that wouldn't be comparable yeah, to what happened. Well, no, because did, I, right? I purposely booked you in that window seat. Over there. And I was like, but you know, like, they pissed me off because, like, you're a parent traveling with two young children. Like, I would say between the ages of five and ten. Why the fuck would you put them in a, in a seat with a stranger who you don't know who's going to be in that seat? Like, why would you do that? Why? Come on. And that, that, that pissed me off yeah. when I was talking about it. And when it happened, I was like, I hated that woman. <laughs> I hated her, too. <laughs> but the other the thing is... That's not comparable to what happened in the movie theater with you, right? You mean where I, I got bent over? Yeah, you got bent over and fucked right in the, right in the. Uh, I, I would say it's uh it's similar, actually, because I had to move out of my seat and you had to move out of right. yours. <laughs> but I feel like I I, I don't want to make the kids sad, and I feel like if I had declined, she would have looked at you and, and then it would have been your problem. 
<laughs> oh, you would have been. Oh, I would have been so pissed at you. Because you know what? She didn't know that we knew each other. Yeah, that's true. So I could. I should have. Here's here's my problem. Is I. Yeah, but they were kids. I feel like there's at some point you have enough conscience in you, believe it or not, to like. They're kids, yeah. you know. And the only other thing is that, I, at first I thought he was asking for the window seat, in which case I I I, I should have been like. With all due respect to my, my friend, fuck you. Um, <laughs> that would have been funny. But I would have laughed and then, then I would have regretted it. And then I moved over one scene. She was like, oh, no, I want the kids to sit together. And I should have. I should have been a lot more rude. But I wasn't. Yeah, I think I, I just have a problem with, like... Stupidity. Not that, but... Well, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah. if you're going to book... I mean, but then again, maybe they didn't have a chance, a choice. Like maybe they book, they just booked so late that they didn't even get seat assignments. But again, it's not. It's it should, not my, it shouldn't be problem. your problem, right? <laughs> that's, but like that's sometimes, so far from my sometimes problem. I book but. flights and they don't give me a seat assignment until I get to the gate, and then I have to take what I'm given. Yeah. And in that case, maybe you should have just fucking drove and shouldn't bring your kids on planes, fucking germ fucking tubes. Yep. But yeah, I think I just have a problem with like confrontation because I have, an, I have an opinion and then that situation will come up and I won't handle it the way I would have if I was in my mind like I handle things like when I'm when I'm thinking of situations in the shower or when I'm sleeping it usually goes a lot better for me and I'm a lot more confident but once the real situation comes <laughs> I know that life I, um, I lose all my all my all my abilities but what do you okay let's play this out what do you think would have really happened if you'd have said go fuck yourself I'm sitting in this seat if I'd used that language, okay. If I had, if I had, if you'd have done it in a, in a, I feel like if nice I had way. said, well, no, I kind of like the window seat. I want to sit here. Yeah, I booked the seat. Yeah, like, what would have happened if you had said that to them? Uh, it probably would have been the other way around. She would have hated me, but she would have dealt with it. Yeah. Do you think that she would have just left it alone? No. No. <laughs> well, because what she could have done. Oh, because the seat next to her was broken. That's what started the whole thing. I'm guessing. But that's still technically isn't your fault. True. Not it's not even close to my fault. And I I believe No, cuz one of the kids was going to sit next to me. And one of them was going to sit next to me. Yeah. So she could have just as easily come to me. Yeah. But you know, I probably look less uh, threatening of an asshole? than you did. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy. So she would have been okay with her kid sitting next to me if you had said no. Ah. <laughs> I mean, I cuz I I, I could have put I could have put the ball in your court and I should have. I would be like, "I don't know, why did you ask her?" Then it's your problem, all of a sudden, and then you would have had to been like an asshole or not, yeah. and then I could have, and then she would have been like, like you would have said, oh no, what do I look like an asshole? Do I look like a, I have been someone who has gotten bent over before and is gonna get <laughs> bent look, over again? Do, do I, I do I look like somebody who was sitting in the movie theater in the best seats and had to give up my seat, and now you think you're gonna take advantage of me? Do I look like that kind of person? <laughs> no, I'm not. You asked that fucker again. <laughs> oh, that would have been that would have been funny if I said that. <laughs> Do I look like I've been bent over before? Come on. Jesus. So anyway, kids took my seat. And they fucking closed the window. And they were reading their they, fucking they, dragon I'm book. They really did? They fucking did. It was the it was the little fucking bitch. There was a a, a guy and a girl. Maybe I'm she... sure they were cute kids. I don't remember what they looked like, but they didn't. They didn't have any windows. Maybe she kids. was afraid of heights. 
And, and um, what about our window, John? What was happening with that one? You were sleeping and you were drooling. I was not drooling. All over the seat. You're fucking... <laughs> You're looking right at me with your mouth open. I was like... I was just irritated. I mean, it's, it's, like, I was, I was more irritated than I should have been. Like, I actually, I actually physically hated you. I was like, if you didn't bring me on that cruise, I would be throwing you out the fucking big door. Because we were, we were right at the front. Yeah, we were right there. And then I was already pissed off because we were on our way to Colchester, Vermont. Yeah. If we would have been on Miami, do you think it would have been as big of a problem? Not even close. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> but... I've, I have a redemption story for you. You know, uh, when I was flying down, when I was flying home for spring break and when I flew back to school at the end of spring break, I took videos um, while of during the takeoff and the landing. And uh, I, sl I was not asleep the whole time, despite it being 5 o'clock in the morning. So I feel like I uh, redeemed myself. I wonder how much of an asshole I'd be if I saw the person like not like so sleeping next to me. I'd be like, dude, if you're going to sleep, you want to fucking sit in the middle. I promise I won't have to pee. I don't like to pee in fucking air airplanes. I don't like so. Like, And I think if you poop in an airplane, you're an animal. <laughs> you're an actual animal. The only time I would consider, like, if it was a long flight, like, if you're going from, like, New York to San Diego, that's a long flight. Or if you're going across the ocean, that's a long, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like eight hours. That's like, yeah. That's I mean, like, understandable. Yeah. But still, you got to imagine. I mean, I agree with you about the poop thing. <laughs> but... I mean, at the same time. But I feel like I feel like they wouldn't they wouldn't take those kind of planes over across the across the ocean. No, right? they're bit they're much bigger. They have a three three in the middle or five in the middle sometimes, and then three on the like other the side. ones in Friends. Yeah, like those kind of ones. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, and there's like three levels on the plane. Hopefully, one day I'll be in first class, and I won't have to deal with people like that. Yeah, you know they'll uh, just attach a, a hose right to your pee pee, and you could just go right from your seat. That'd be cool. <laughs> you heard it here first. Actually, I made it up. <laughs> Evidently. So. Yeah, I still harbor a little bit of hate. Yeah, for sorry how you that. how you acted in the window. You know what? Uh, next time. Because the thing is, how many how many times do I get on a plane? I don't get on a plane yeah, very often. True. And I like to look out the window during takeoffs, during landings, and while we're fucking up in the atmosphere. You know. And so when, always. When and when I have a. I have never slept on an airplane, except when I'm in the middle or on the end, because I, there's nothing to see, unless there's a hot girl sitting next to me. Which is never. Never. I feel like I never get lucky enough to sit next to somebody who's a driver. I remember when we were on our way to San Diego a few years ago, I got I saw, I sat next to the only baby on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how the... I was in a window seat. I was in a window seat. So I was fucking... Sorry, fucking hell, that hurt. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I was in heaven, almost literally. Um, so, and then we were on our way to San Diego. So, was, how could, how mad could I have been? But, Plus, um, you were like young. Yeah, so I didn't have the same kind of built up rage that I do now. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I wonder when the next time getting on a plane is. Well, hopefully, the next time the cruise is. Yeah. And hopefully. Hopefully I won't sleep through the flights. Yeah. And if you do, all I would ask you to do is say, John, you want to sit in the window seat? And I promise if I sit in the window seat, I will not have to pee. Because I, like a good planning person, pee beforehand. Oh, sometimes. Most of the time. It's a deal.
And then the other thing from the episode, which is kind of on the, on the, t- on the tone is, um, the sore loser thing with Cam Newton, which I was surprised you had an opinion of because you don't seem like an NFL person. Well, I'm not an NFL person, but I'm a PR person and that's what I'm about. So tell me your, uh, your, uh, BS uh, opinion. Well, I, I agreed with you to a certain extent. I do believe that Cam Newton should have been a big boy and not been such a pussy when it came to his interview. But that being said, there were some rather big mistakes that his publicist and the NFL made um, to add to his distress. Um, first of all, the um, press conference for his team and the press conference for the Broncos were being held in the same room in relatively tight quarters so he could hear the reporters for the other team saying, well, what, what were you doing to uh, win the game? And these guys were like, oh, we were just making him do... I mean, th- And this is where my ignorance of sport comes in. Like, we were making him do this to make us win. Like, he could hear that going on while media was asking him, what the fuck did... What did you mess up on? Like, this, this, and the other thing. So, as a publicist, it's your job to make sure that your clients don't get in those situations. Like, his publicist had every right to be like, we want a separate room for this press conference for the team. Um, they had um, every opportunity to have the media um, ask one at a time instead of shouting at him. Like, that's something that you can control within that realm. So, while I do believe that he should have been a little bit more professional, um, it wasn't entirely 100% his fault. And the other thing um, is that you could argue... Oh, well, uh, I probably will argue. You know, there's other athletes who have been in the same situation and they didn't pussy out. Like did he I did. say that a couple minutes ago? Yeah. I did. <laughs> and I'm combating that with Cam Newton is a new athlete and he hasn't been, he's not, while he is a professional athlete and while he should have been ready for it, he doesn't have as much um, practice dealing with the media as, say, um, Peyton Manning. And. Whether it was a lack of media training, which, again, is his publicist's fault, or if he was really just being a pussy, we won't know, because we don't know the guy. But I'm saying, don't think that the guy is a total washout douchebag just because of that one thing, because there were other factors that were going into it. Now, I have I have significantly more like knowledge of the sport than you, so I'm, 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 about to, I'm about to destroy you. In Thanks this, for the warning. In this debate. I appreciate it. Firstly, Cam Newton has been in the league, I think, since 2010. So it's been about five, six years. Uh, How much has he won? Well, he did a lot of winning this year. Uh, and then his last four years have been... They've ranged from not good to decent. But when he was in college, his first year of college, he was a star. So he, he, he had plenty of media training. I believe was he media training or did he just get thrown to the wolves? Because it's different. You always get thrown to the wolves in sports. It's not you don't you don't get a uh, training. Oh, your but agent, you, oh, but you do. Your age. Well, you get experience. No, no, no. You you get training, and it's an, it's fairly mm. new. Look at me. Look at me in the eye. And really, John. No. They, they get media. All athletes get media training. I think their agents and their 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 people, their representatives, tell them, listen. There's some things you can say. Don't look at me like that. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Put your eyebrows down. <laughs> Okay, 
I'm sure their agents and representatives, they'll tell them, listen, and they're the owners, it depends who, they will say, listen, there are things you can say, there are things you can't say, try to keep it fucking in that, in that zone. Otherwise, there's going to be repercussions, but they don't say, here's some example questions, and here's how you need to handle it. They don't do that, okay? Are you kidding? No. They do. I don't think they do. They do. How do you know? Because I used to be an archer, John. Oh, on what level? <laughs> you, oh, the, this is not personal, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> when I was doing it, and when I was going up through the ranks, there was no media training versus over the top of, don't put bad things on Facebook. But now, they have seminars about media training. Sure, but it's not. It's They don't, they don't prepare you for the Super Bowl. The Olympics. Conference. The Olympic athletes do. Same caliber, wouldn't you say? No. You wouldn't think that the Olympics are on the same caliber I think the as the Super, Super Bowl? I'd, well, I would say not all Olympic... No, I wouldn't say so. But they do. I, I promise you they do media I training. think I think Olympic athlete press press media, the media of the Olympics, are probably a bit more respectful than that herd of media Well, yeah, people. I would say. I would I'd give you that one. the thing I agree with with you, and I think I always agree with, is that they need to put... Like bas- like the way basketball does it is they have they'll have teammates usually or one like with the perfect example is when LeBron James and the Heat lost in two thousand ten. It was similar with him and Cam Newton, except he was a lot older and he had already experienced losing. But and he was that was the year he moved from Cleveland to Miami. And he was destroyed. Those questions were very pointed and obvious. And instead of not answering them, like Cam Newton did, he was equally as like kind of arrogant. He kind of, in, in, in a lot more words, he said, I am rich, and I am young, and I am happy. And this loss isn't going to change that. You know, I'm pissed about losing, but, you know, I have... Do you think that that would have been a better angle for Cam Newton to take? Uh, better than the one he did. Yeah, I would. I know. agree with that. Well, listen, I think if... Because if, what they do in basketball... I think the Super Bowl is a lot more a higher level in the than the NBA Finals because of just because of its sheer, you know, whatever. Um, well, more people watch yeah. the Super Bowl then. And so, you know, the NFL people, they want, they sensationalize stuff, you know, to make the story. Like, you know, because there's a podcast in Colchester, Vermont, that's talking about this right now. Uh, so I really think that they should have avoided doing it in the same room as, like, six other press conferences. And they should have... You know, put the, especially the stars in different rooms, like Peyton Manning at like ten, and then Cam Newton at ten thirty, and you put them in different rooms. That was a bad move. But don't tell me that Cam Newton didn't know what was coming. Oh, and of course he knew it was coming. Like I said, I I didn't. I I was like, there's just things that went into the to that situation specifically where he walked out that I feel like would have been less if. They had taken a little bit more control of what they could have. And also, um, to your remark about, yeah, time flies when you're doing it with me. It's not like 15 minutes of you being being boring. Anyway. <laughs> um, great, Kyle. Um, you said Cam Newton was young. Relatively. When I meant young, I meant like a new, yes, a new yes, athlete. Yes, I know. Uh, and I'll ask you this question. Okay. You know Russell Wilson? No. Okay. Well, he's a, he's a relatively, in your definition, new athlete. Probably around... He's actually even younger than Cam Newton. 
He lost the Super Bowl in a much more heartbreaking way. He threw, you know, an interception with 20 seconds left that arguably lost the game for them. And he did not act like that. Okay, let me ask you this. Um, is there anybody on, on Cam Newton's team that has the same experience as everybody else on Russell Wilson's? What do you mean? Teammates talk to each other, yeah? The teammates could have helped him through those questions way before they even happened. Like Tom Brady, I'm sure he's gotten his fair share of... Russell Wilson is on the Patriots, yes? I'm so sorry if it's not... <laughs> is he? He's on the Seahawks. I don't know. Do some research. You did all that publicist okay, research. Okay, so is there... Well, I... It was a fucking PR in the news. Go well, fuck yourself. Well, the Seahawks are a young team, so they didn't have experience losing. But still, you know, the talk... Well, here's the thing. Cam Newton, if he had won, how would he have reacted? He would have been all rah, 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 right? Right. But there must have been somebody that helped him to answer those questions the right way. There's obviously somebody lacking, as far as Cam Newton's concerned, sure. that, that didn't prepare him... Or didn't even, even, maybe not even prepare him. Like, they're going to ask you these questions. Like, dude, remember your uh, reputation and your, your career when you're answering these questions. Don't fucking walk out. Like, that's, that's one of those things that you tell somebody who has a lot on the line. Like, hey, I know that these questions are going to suck, but answer them the best you can and don't go out there looking like a douchebag. Because it's going to look bad and you're going to get more negative PR. Yeah, because the thing was with, with LeBron is that he, those questions weren't, they, were, they weren't, they weren't easy to answer. Of course. Like, one of them, I believe, was... Do you believe your team choked? That's not a good question. That's awful. Um, and uh, a lot of Cam Newton, for example, would probably be like, I was doing the interview, I'm done. Except in a, in a black accent. Um, and it, LeBron James handled it better. He actually looked at Dwayne Wade, who, you know, was a was a seasoned veteran at that time. But I just, I feel like, because I think I, I do you think if they had put Cameron Newton in his own room, I don't know why I'm saying Cameron. If if they had put Cam Newton in the, in his own room, would it have been as acceptable for him to act the way he did? It would have been less acceptable. Okay. So if if he had gone in his own room, if he if, he should have been he should have answered the questions. If, if they had been able to get more control of that situation, I feel like it would have been he would have had a little bit of a different. He probably still would have been pissed off. Sure. But I feel like it probably would have been enough of a difference for him to respond the way he needed to respond. And I don't, I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of defending him because I don't think that just because he walked out of an interview of that magnitude, like it wasn't, it wasn't just like a game. It was the Super Bowl. And I just feel like. But at the end, it is a game. But I don't feel like this should just define his entire career. And, And I think that this is such a trivial thing. That, sure, there's bigger yeah. things that people need to worry about. But that's just me because I don't pay attention to sports. Yeah. And a guy that I follow on Twitter, he said, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't penalize him or, or, you know, hate him for it because the way he acted is a, and the way that, the way that he acted is a punishment in itself. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Because it was silly, you know, so that's punishment in itself. He's going to, you know, he lost it. But, um, I saw a story a couple days ago. That said, they shouldn't interview athletes that quick, that soon after a Super Bowl. That's they lost. But I would argue that. Well, that's part of their it's, their it's show. A job. I mean, yeah. when you sign those two hundred million dollar contracts, you're not bitching about media. Yeah. Okay, it's part of the. I contract. feel like that's. I feel like 
you can't really get around that. Yeah. And I mean, they're professionals. They need to act like it. Because the media have the job to do too. They have they need, they need to write stories. They have deadlines. They have shit they have to say. Right. You know, and just because you're Cam Newton and you just lost the world doesn't exclude you from that. So. Yeah, I mean, football may be a bigger sport than other sports, and there's no reason for an athlete to act that way. But you have to remember, this was the Super Bowl, and this was the pinnacle of his career, and he lost it. Like, I mean, there are stupid questions, yeah, and then there are fair questions. Yeah, I think for the most part, those were fair questions. It was just a bad environment. But I would say that even the publicist who's supposed to be standing right there, controlling the situation, again, it was largely, I would say, his publicist's fault. And I would say that they can even ask them to rephrase the questions. I would. Sure. It could get clunky, though. And I'll, right. I'll, I'll tell you But, this. I mean, like, if they're going to be like, well, well, phrase it a different way. Because you know that they're trying to get the most negative reaction out of him. That's their job. Not necessarily. And I'll tell you, would you rather have his publicist babying him? Yeah. Okay. Because that's what's... Well, he's a big boy. He's like... That, he's like tw- he's but that would save his career. It's just isn't going to hurt his career. It's just going to... It's going to make him look silly. Yeah, but you... You're all... Your point... When you're a publicist, you're... Sure. Whole job is to make sure that they are seen in a, pu- a a positive light within their publics. Those are usually the fans, you know. And a lot of people who are a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's so immature." This, this, that, and sure it was. But have you ever been through a Super Bowl? Like I saw somebody write something about that. You know, oh, I'm an athlete too, and I've yeah, I've never people. acted that way. Yes, but you've never been in a Super yeah. Bowl. Come on. That's true, but. There are other athletes that lost the Super Bowl in heartbreaking fashions that didn't act like that. I would I would say that that's maybe character. It could be character. You know, I mean, I don't know Cam Newton, but I don't think that it's entirely his fault, and I think he'll learn from it. I would say it's all his fault, minus the fact that it was in that room because that was that was a that was a that was a bad thing, and I hope they change that. I actually don't care because it's not my problem, but um, I do think that. They, you need to be able, when you're at that level, to, because the media has a job to do too. Right. And it's not, it's really not there. They shouldn't have to wait three weeks to talk to you. You know, because I think in college, in high school, you get 10 minutes to get your emotions together and answer questions. And that they're not usually like killing questions. They're usually just, what happened out there? Hopefully you get me a little more specific, you know, but I think, you know, Cam Newton was, he was just, he was, he was a baby and that's punishment in himself because yeah. people on national TV saw it. Yeah. But I don't think it'll happen again. And so on the same level, I'm going to, I'm going to give you something. You know, LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. He's like 31. Mm-hmm. Couple, I don't know if you saw the story, but he unfollowed the Cavs on Twitter. Recently? Yeah. I didn't know that. He did. And, uh, is that, what would you think of that? That's weird. Yeah. Isn't that his team? Sure is. <laughs> I mean, did I miss something huge? <laughs> and, uh, cause there's rumor, you know, they're kind of, they're kind of struggling in what you would think because they're not doing, they're not winning every game, which is what you expect with LeBron. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a, that's a, certainly a blip in the radar. Like, oh, he had followed his own team. And so a reporter asked him about it. He's like, LeBron. And he apologized for it before he asked the question. He was like, I'm sorry about this question, but I have to ask it. Why do you unfollow the Cavaliers on Twitter? He sat there for a second with his fucking little shitting grin. And someone in the background, which I'm guessing was his PR lady, said, next question. And then he said, next question. And it's like, LeBron, 
How come you didn't answer the question? Yes, but at the same time, why does it fucking matter that he unfollowed his team on Twitter? Why does it matter? Well, he's a free agent after this year. Why does it matter? What? Hey, Emily, what? Emily, what? if I were to unfollow you on Twitter, let's say, let's say we were a popular podcast, mm-hmm. and I unfollowed you on Twitter, mm-hmm. and someone saw that, and they're like, and then they asked me, why'd you unfollow me on Twitter? Would there be rumors of me moving, joining another podcast, or starting my own podcast? Obviously, we'd have to pretend they were a lot more popular than we are right. now. Kind of your fault, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's not the story. It's it's. I'm kind of comparing that because that that was right. a guy with a publicist, and he is 31 years old. He's been in the league since he was 18. But what what did that have to do with what's going on? There's there's no. What I'm trying to say is, who gives a fuck about Twitter? Sure. It shouldn't matter what somebody does with their personal Twitter, regardless of whether or not. So why do you, why do you, okay? Let's let's let's. What does it matter? Let's let's play the executives. Why did why did LeBron James unfollow the Cavaliers on Twitter? Who cares? I I unfollow people on Twitter all the time. Sure. Do you unfollow your best friends on Twitter? Yeah. There's only one person. There's only two people. I'm done talking about this. With you. <laughs> Next I'm just, thing, I'm next just thing. saying. I, you're, you're being, you're being very. I'm just saying. You Twitter, don't, Twitter should not matter that much, especially to LeBron James. He unfollowed his team on Twitter, Emily. Did he his, un- his, the team he plays for. Does he follow the, Miami Heat? No, I'm guessing he doesn't. I don't okay, know. Okay, then though. why follow any? He teams? probably did. Because it's it's kind of like a. Who cares if he's a free agent? Okay, so he I goes to care. another team. What's the What's the big deal? Okay, I don't think you understand sports. I don't. Emily. I don't. But we're moving on I'm just because saying. I can't talk about this with you. <laughs> I, I, I just don't think that Twitter should matter that much. Sure, but That's all. It's, you, if you were working for your company, let's say you're working for a company, and let's say you worked for... How did they find out that LeBron James unfollowed them on Twitter? He must... He has a huge following. People tend to see that stuff. How many people does he follow? It can't be more than, like... Let's check. I'm, I'm saying... I'm, gonna, I'm probably I mean, gonna. I'm probably gonna stick my big fat foot in my mouth for this, but check. I'm, I'm curious. I he has to have like 50 million followers, maybe like. 40, but how many 30. people does he follow? I'll tell you in a second. Okay. I'm just giving you the context. I mean, sure, we can't understand it because we only have we don't even have 100 followers. Actually, but. I have 113. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's probably real followers. I would say so. Yeah. It's coming up. But when you do something like like if you if you worked for. Let's say you were the CEO of Toyota. You know, it's kind of it's kind of you use and your your contract was up at the end of the year. I don't think CEOs have contracts. And then say you unfollow Toyota on Twitter. That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, but at the same time, a lot of the times I unfollow people on Twitter because I'm just sick of seeing their bullshit on my timeline. Sure. But why would you unfollow the team that you play for? The Cavaliers Twitter Maybe account. Maybe the Cavaliers Twitter account is a lot about game they do constant game updates and all this. These LeBron other... James doesn't watch, watch his Twitter, Emily. There's no, there was there is no way that he unfollowed the Cavaliers on Twitter as a statement of any kind. Like, oh, I'm going to unfollow them on Twitter. This Here's means something. I this don't... wasn't my idea. This wasn't my. I don't know how much. I can't imagine it's more like like a hundred or two hundred. Right. You know how LeBron still, James. That's a lot of people to go. You know through. how LeBron James can be kind of a drama queen. Uh huh. 
You know how, oh, you don't know how this, I can't talk about this with you. <laughs> anyway, you know how he's not the most popular thing in the NBA right now? Minus the fact that you're just hearing about this right now. Um, I don't realize that, but I get like, the Like, you know the guy that shoots and everything? I'm trying to dumb it down for you. Um, anyway, he seems not doing the best. And there's other guys and other people that are more popular now. And, uh, cough louder. And, um, so, he knew that if he had followed the, the team... And he didn't answer it like, oh, I was just trying to get rid of distractions. If he had said that, it would have been a story. But instead, he had to be like, oh, next question. He had to have his publicist be like, oh, next question. Do you think he was trying to make a story? And on purposely make us talk about this? Well, I wouldn't have known about it at all if you hadn't brought sure. it up. But that aside. Um... I don't remember who brought it up, but. I don't think that it matters. But it obviously does if it was in, in a news cycle. You don't think it matters because you don't understand the whole context. But of the, it. but didn't you say that the reporter apologized for the question? Well, he knew he knew this was going to happen. Right. Because it's a, it's a weird. But, so it was the network's decision to bring it up, not his. No, 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 no. So was it really that important? Do you think that it's important that he unfollowed the Cavaliers on Twitter? Yes or no? I think given. Well, here's what LeBron does every year. He he does a, a no, social media shutdown. So the, the night before the playoffs, he stops looking at Twitter, apparently. And uh, But he doesn't usually unfollow the team that he plays for. I mean, that's like unfollowing your boss on how did, Facebook. How do you know when he unfollowed him? I, I pers- I'm guessing... That somebody was watching? Yeah. I mean, or you go through his following list. Oh, it's not the Cavs. He used to follow the Cavs and... There's something, there's something, they figured it out somehow. I don't remember how. I, do I care? I don't give a half of a shit, but I thought it was interesting. And anyway, you kind of avoided this question, but do you think that LeBron is trying to create a story and trying to get himself in the news cycle? And he did this on on purposely, on purpose, so that. I think it's possible, but I mean, obviously I can't say for sure, you know, but it, it's definitely possible that he did it as a ploy for publicity, but... And if you think if you think it was no problem, do you think he would have said, I just, I, I wanted to get rid of the distraction. There was no reason that I, there's no specific reason that I unfollowed the, the Cavs. Do you really think that he needed his publicist to say next question? Sometimes blubbering through a question isn't the best policy. Sure, but... Like if he was just like, oh, I didn't really do it for any specific reason, he could have just as easily been looking like he was hiding something okay. there too. What if he had just, what if he had just told the truth? Let's say, let's say he just wanted to get rid of distractions. What if he had just said that? Because now saying next question, that implies. Um, is it such a crime to have a certain, to want a certain amount of privacy in your life? Even though he's a public figure? Do you think that that's, that would be too much? I mean, I feel like I would be like, well, what, why do you care about that? I, I play basketball for a huge team, like. I make millions of dollars, and you're wondering who I'm unfollowing on Twitter. It like, would have been different if he had not unfollowed the team that he played for. I mean, like if he unfollowed his one of his friends. Yeah. Who cares? But he unfollowed the people that pay him. It was weird, and I, 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 I just, I, I, well, I wanted to get it, your it opinion. Is, it is. This is me being, <laughs> you know, annoying. Um, and a knowledgeable sports fan. Let's hear it. Um, is it in his contract that he has to follow them on Twitter? Probably not. Okay, then he wasn't breaching anything. Okay, if you were if you were the owner of the Cavs, 
How would you feel about that? That LeBron James plays for me. How would you feel that he follow you on Twitter? That and now that knowing that his his contract could come to an end this year, and that he could be on another team next year, would that it, make you a little bit nervous? No. It really wouldn't. When it, your team is struggling, and he can play for Miami, where it's warmer, or it's Los a, Angeles. This is the business world. Social media can't matter that much. It, you cannot allow that to. I, if it were me, I wouldn't. Who gives a fuck? Because you can't allow social media to run how you run your business. So if you're gonna freak out because LeBron James unfollowed me on Twitter and you're not worried about the big things, this is this is where the problems start. I'm sorry, but that's Emily. <laughs> that's how I feel. I'm gonna make this a lot more personal. Okay. Let's say. I stopped, let's say we go back to school after this episode, mm-hmm. and I don't do any single episodes, uh-huh. okay? And you try to get in contact with me talking about topics and stuff, and I ignore you, and I unfollow you on every single social media thing, and uh, and I, I, uh, I don't know, I, I don't really like Better Blake Than Ever's page right now, but if I did unlike it, you know? And John, why don't you like Better Blake Than Ever's page? <laughs> wow, who cares, you know? <laughs> and I did all that. Yeah. Maybe I'd be trying to start my own podcast because I feel like I could do a better job by myself. You wouldn't be like, John, why are you doing that? Why did you why did you unfollow Better Blake Than Ever on Twitter? Why did you unlike him on Facebook? I noticed that you don't like Better Blake Than Because I know when you have only have 50 likes you're going to notice when someone unlikes it. Right. And I'll be like, oh, why do you unlike it? Oh, because, I don't know, next question. So I feel like if he had said something other than next question, it wouldn't have been a story. Well, right. And yeah, it's a story story. now, but I'm just saying I don't think it's that big of a deal. I just don't, I don't think you understand the fact that, I don't think you understand the whole concept of free agency. Maybe not. And I think that's the reason. That might be why. So anyway, moving on from a... But it, you, just because he unfollows you on Twitter, sorry, one more thing. He just, you can't, it's, even if you, like, make him follow you again on Twitter, it's not going to stop him from leaving if he wants to. Sure, but I think, I, th- I just think it was LeBron making a story, and I thought it'd be interesting to get your, your PR point of view. Well, I don't know that, I mean, I've only taken one PR. No way! But, <laughs> but just, let's move on for, I mean, we've been prattling on about this yeah. for almost 40 minutes, anyway. so. So you had an experience uh-huh. in your college class. I did. Tell me about it. Well, it's philosophy. Um, my least favorite class, um, just if you need to know. Um, and the big glorious thing about this class is that participation is not required. You get extra points at the end of the semester if you participate regularly, but it's not required. So I don't participate that often. Um... But one day in class, and for those of you who don't know, John takes great pride in, um, in, in enlightening everybody that um, I've been to my fair share of colleges. <laughs> and, How uh, many? Um, well, this is my fourth one. Um, so one day in class, um, he goes, uh, who's heard of the marshmallow story? Now, listeners, what do you do in this situation? Think about it for a few seconds, okay? Think. If you know about it, what do you do? If you don't know about it, what do you do? Emily, what happened? Well, I had heard about the marshmallow story. How well? 
How do you well do you know it? I've heard it for, in two different classes, one in sociology, one in psychology at UVM. When I was so at you, UVM, had, you had a pretty good idea of what the Marshall was. I knew exactly what it was all about and what it was supposed to be showing. Okay. You know, I knew all about it. So. Before before you tell, tell us what you did, how was the rest of the class reacting? The rest of the class was looking like they um, were having trouble figuring out what two plus two meant. <laughs> so it's fair to think that they nobody was raising their hand. Nobody was raising their hand. Whether that was because they didn't know about it or not, I can never okay. say. But so listeners now, now nobody I'm going to ask you, now I'm gonna move the question along. You know a good idea of what the marshmallow test is, and you see that no one else is raising their hand. Well, it wasn't like a thing where I like looked around and was like, oh, nobody's raising your hand. Maybe I should. It was where just you a, in the class? a second row. <laughs> good God. <laughs> Emily, I am trying to help you out here. And then you give me shit like that. Continue with your story. Guys, judge her all you want. <laughs> um, well, as soon as he said, oh, who's here to the marshmallow story, I just kind of like... Boom! No, your hand shot up. No, it, wasn't, it <laughs> wasn't like a shot up. It was just kind of like a half raise. Like, oh, I've heard of that. And then I realized out of the corner of my eye that no, there was no other movement. So that I was the only one who said it. And he, the teacher looked around and he was like, just one person? Oops. Whoops. <laughs> and I... I said, oh, fuck. Fuck all of y'all. Like, because what some teachers do at this point to move along in the situation is some teachers will say, okay, okay, I'll explain it. Or... Or they ask you to explain it. <laughs> the one the one person who raised their hand. So, I um say a, a brief inner curse to the rest of the class and then say, well... And then I start explaining the marshmallow story. Um, for those of you who don't know... No, no, no. You don't care? Okay. It was There was marshmallows involved. <laughs> Go look it up on YouTube. It's funny. <laughs> and I just think if you had my guidance there, my public relations guidance. <laughs> public relations? Really? It just, it didn't occur to me not to raise my hand because I didn't think that nobody else, but then again, I'm 23 years old and all those other kids in that class are 18, 19. So... It makes sense that I'm. They may not have heard of it if they haven't taken a psychology or sociology class. Well, yet. I technically heard of it when I was in high school. So go fuck yourself. Yeah. But even then, if I, I mean, I've been asked questions in school because I'm, I'm, I'm a kid that doesn't like to talk nearly as much. Even if I have all the knowledge in the world, I'll just keep to myself. You know, you don't need to talk when a when a nod will do. Um. So I usually almost always lose out on participation points at that at that for that reason. But I don't have to explain stuff to the class. Yes. But I never participate in that class because I don't have to. Right. And, like, when I do know something, I'll raise my hand in any class because I don't like to su su supply an answer unless I know exactly that I have the right answer and exactly how to explain it, and which isn't very often unless I'm in business law. No way. What I'm are you in business law? A teacher's pet? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I answer all the fucking questions. I do everything in that class, but I get a good grade in it. So, so I, I, try to, I try to play all my classes as the kid that's... I try to play in the middle of that and not caring at all. Kind of a casual student. Because I don't want to be a teacher's pet. I don't, I don't think that that does you any good. Really? You, know? you don't think that... Eh, maybe minimal. I mean, well, keeping in mind that I don't give a fuck what any of my peers think of me. Sure. I don't, I don't, because they're all 18. Why don't, what the, why the fuck do I care about any of these people who are five years younger than me and probably never going to have an impact on my life? True. None of the guys, none of the guys are desirable at all. Uh -huh. 
I would, I would, I would, I would, uh... Do you really want me to bring home a pothead, John? You can do whatever you want. I don't. <laughs> uh, That's probably what would end up happening. So, I'm just saying, none of them are... Still, I don't want to say I they're would, not worthy, still, but like, they're not worthy. Like, there could be a bunch of ugly... Of, I probably shouldn't say this. It's going to alienate our women listeners that are ugly. You know who I'm talking about. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You all are beautiful. <laughs> Listen, even if then, if there was a bunch of girls that I originally wasn't attracted to in my class, it wouldn't change my participation. My participation habits, I would still be very non-aggressive. There are people that fucking talk on every answer that they know. And there are people like that in this philosophy class. But I mean, out of... You? No, it's not me. Sure. Out of... <laughs> I, I may might say one thing every couple of weeks. And it's not a very long thing. Um, unfortunately, the first class where we actually had homework, I was the only one who did the reading, and so I was the only one answering the questions that day. But I got a lot of participation points for that, so go fuck all of yourselves, because... And there's a limit there, because what he was... Tell, tell us about that, that specific situation. Well, he was just asking questions about the reading. I don't know, it was something about Socrates, and he was just like, well, what happened here? What happened here? And nobody was answering his question, so he was like, well, did nobody read? And there, right there, listeners, you, if you did the reading, you're like, well, I fucking, I fucking read. I fucking read. (laughs) (laughs) But you don't, you need to, you need, if you, if you, if you are generally self-conscious, which I think, I think, I think we're all self-conscious, but only a few of us admit it. It's kind of a plan of Kanye, Kanye lyric. He says, we're all self-conscious. I'm just the first to admit it. I'm very self-conscious. I don't think it's a problem. I think it. It is a problem, to be honest with you. Stop looking at the time. It'll be fine. If they want to listen to the whole thing, they will. If they don't, I'm go just... fuck yourself. Seriously, if you don't, if you don't, if you think it's too long, if you think it's boring, I don't want you listening. I don't know why I was looking at John, my computer. John, why? <laughs> you just had an interlude that was unnecessary. Just keep sorry. going. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm passionate. I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> really? You said something <laughs> about Kanye. <laughs> Oh, we're all self-conscious. Self-conscious, yeah. It can be a problem, but I think overall it's just, it fucking makes you not be an asshole and not be like, not do something stupid. Well, like, I, I didn't feel like sitting there getting yelled at for not right, doing right, my right, homework. Right. I was getting there, I was getting there, I was getting there. There's a line you must, you must, you must tow. And that is a line of not caring what the teacher thinks. Right? Okay. And proving to the teacher that. You know, you did you did the homework and you you respected it by doing the through doing the reading. I think what you did and you started answering questions. I'm guessing. Yeah, I did. And he was like, "Well, you're getting all the participation points today because you're the only one answering questions." And that right there is a bad teaching move. On his part or on my part? It's a bad person move, because what that does is that makes the whole rest of the class hate you, but you don't seem like a person that really affects. It doesn't. I don't care. Right. But I see what your point is. Like, if if there was somebody who did care, that would be bad for them. Yeah. Right. Well. Like me. Like, I try to make, I try to have people like me. I try not to go at it as, for, from your perspective, because I like to have people, you know, not hate me. So, what I'll usually try to do is, I'll try to play that field. Right. So, I would probably, because my accounting teacher does generally the same thing. You get, you get extra points if you, if you participate with the solving problems and shit. I have done it once, and that was for extra points on a, on a test. I don't know if I ever got the extra points. N- neither to say, but I did it, just once. And there will be times where she will go through the whole class, and no one will. 
no one will participate. And uh, she'll be like, oh, I guess nobody wants bonus points. And then there's this one kid one day that's a couple seats in front of me. He answered all the questions. And she doesn't really, like, usually say anything. But sometimes she'll be like, oh, I guess this guy's going to get all the... She says the guy's name. I'm not going to say his name. But, oh, Jeff gets all the participation points. He's, he's good doing all the work today. That I wish teachers didn't do. Like, I'd rather have a teacher privately be like, Good job participating today. It was good. I, I appreciated it. Um, but to call you, kind of call you out in call the middle, out, yeah. I'd rather not do that. Well, like you said, like, but you, you obviously care about what, about what your peers think of you more than I do, which is, is okay. You're more in their age range than I am um, because, you know, you went to college like a normal person. And you went to four before yep. you were 20. Three, John. And actually, I was 21 when I, I first was, started college. I was, I was exaggerating. Um, exaggerating, <laughs> exaggerating. I don't know what that means. It's a new word. It's a good word. Um, but here's the thing, and this goes deeper than just raising your hand in class when you have an answer to a question. Um, I've realized lately, sorry about my voice. Um, I've realized lately that it's more important to have quality friends than to have bad, poor quality friends. Like, let me just say this. You're you the sound like a walking cliche. Yep. You're the average you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, so oh. choose wisely. <laughs> and you know, I just don't really care to be friends with these people. My roommates are a completely different scenario. They're good people and so I had listen, and I don't mind hang, hanging out with them at all. But there are other <laughs> most of the people around the campus, I don't care for them. Not because they're they may be good people, but there's very few people outside of the people that I live with who I've been like, oh, you're all right. Like, there's one girl in one of my classes. I was in a group project with her. She's awesome. You know, there's a couple of other people in that, some of my other classes. They're okay. Like, my intro to mask on class, those people are cool. I'll admit, those people are cool people. But most of the people who are around that school are only interested in partying and smoking and drinking and passing their classes. Like, you can hear them in the library. You can hear them in the computer lab. Oh, I have to do this. Well, why don't you just do this? Pass the class and you won't have to do the extra work. I don't like that attitude. Do you think if you're more popular, it'd be different? What is popular? What is that? Popular? What is... I, I don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been popular. I've never been... Even in... So. Like, uh, I think the first moment that I realized I wasn't popular was in second grade. Maybe first grade. I'm used to not being popular. If I was, let me, let's just, let's go there for a few moments. If I was popular, would I care? And again, this is going to sound really cliche, but if I... I already hate it already. <laughs> if I was, it, I wouldn't want to be popular and be a terrible role model. I, I like, I would rather be popular because people like me for who I am. And that is... Unfortunately, who I am. I'm a big old teacher's pet <laughs> nerd. That's what I am. Because here's the thing. I mean, I'm not the most popular person in school, but nor... Nor are you unliked. Yeah, disliked. Right. I, 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 I have the same kind of mindset as you, but not nearly to the same extreme. Right. And never will I act like a teacher's pet, nor will I... I'm, try, I'm trying not to say nor as much, but it, you know, it's coming out. Because it makes me sound smarter than I am, and I'll, I'll, I'll desperate, I'll, I, I will, I will disappoint people. I just, I just feel like, oh, fucking, I forgot what I was gonna say. I, I, I just, I just feel like, you know, 
I, I just, I don't, I don't want to be a teacher's pet, but I don't want to act like someone that doesn't care at all. Right. Because so then you, then, because, well, the teachers are the people who will give you the grades, you know? like In history classes, you have to participate or you're going to lose grade quickly. So I'll usually, I'll throw my answers out there, make, make sure they're detailed. And, but it, it, it does also depend on your peers. Like if you have a, 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 a class of smart people. You're not going to want to be the low man on the totem pole. But if you're in a class of absolute fucking idiots, you're not going to want to be the low on the totem pole there either. So I usually try to be like a step above instead of five steps above. Like you. Well, if there's a class of total fucking idiots, I don't want to be right in the center of that pack either. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I feel like, do you feel like if you you were in in a group of people that had the same kind of... Mindset is you. You feel like you'd want to. You'd, you'd feel like you'd be more willing to participate. Yeah. Is that class that you're taking? Because there are classes at school. I'm sure at every school that are easy A's, and that people that aren't really smart will take um, to get those easy A's instead of taking classes that. No, actually... you know I think my intro to mass comm is an easy A. Um, as long as you do the work and you're kind of. On top of things, you get a good grade. But the philosophy, I have a, that's my lowest grade. I have a B in that class. And it's not because I don't try, because I do all the homework. I got a B on the test, and I rewrite papers. But I think it's, I think he wants to make sure that you know what he's talking about. And he's not going to be, he's a kind of a stickler for information. Hmm. I think that. So you just you, got a bunch you, of bad you have apples. To know. Yeah. Jeez. But it's also a core class. And I feel like that's probably just a lot of the class that people get thrown into because yeah. that's all that's open, you know? Even though it's the biggest class that I have. Yeah, I just... Because there are classes that that you take and, like, you hear about it in conversation. It's like, oh, I'm going to take this class because it's easy. And <laughs> there's a certain group of people that usually takes those easy classes. No, I'm not going to I'm not gonna say who, but it, it's, it's a very obvious and clear group. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking for that easy A. Yeah, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it, I mean, the reading is the, is the hardest part about it, like, it's, it's hard to comprehend, um, and then you have to pick out the important parts of of it, that's the hardest, the homework is harder than the class, but, um, I wouldn't consider it an easy A, but then again, it, it might be one of just one of those core classes that you take, just to get out of the way. So I just, I just think, um, I really think you, I think you could have avoided raising your hand then. I probably could have, but that, it was just second nature. Like, oh yeah, I know about that, and I didn't expect everybody else not to. Because what I'll hand. usually do is, is I'll like when I do something like that, I don't really want to explain it. I'll, I'll do it with no eye contact, and I'll make it like a casual hand raise, and I'll put it down. I'm glad your hand didn't shoot up, because that would have been bad, especially in the second row. Why do you sit in the second row? Um. Well, I wanted to be close Uh-oh. enough to the front, not to be. Um, well, yeah, okay. There's, it's it's Uh-oh, threefold. Here it comes. Here we go, guys. <laughs> um, statistically, <laughs> people who sit in the front row get better grades than people who sit in the back. I didn't want to be one of those statistics who got bad grades because he shot in the back, back okay. row. I think that's a bullshit. Statistic, um, by the way, sec- there, I picked the second row because I didn't want to seem too eager, especially in a class I wasn't excited about taking, and um, I sat in the second row because. I wanted to show that I was still... Here it is. <laughs> I was still eager to learn without 
being the kid in the front row who sits there now who raises his hand at every question that the teacher has. Like, there is that there is that person in my class, and it is not me. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the kids below Emily, there's Emily, and then there's that kid. And being that kid is fine. But, you know, and those are usually the bankers, the fucking people that are going to own us. Yeah. You know. But I'm, I just I just want him to the teacher to know that I'm not there for the EZA. Anyway, just to just to totally um, render your first point null. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in my statistics class, mm-hmm. uh, not to brag, but I I was one of three ninety sevens on the first test. Mm-hmm. I sit in the second to last row. Okay, but statistically, kids who sit in the back are more likely. To get bad grades. I, just, I think it's because they don't want to sit in the front. Like, I, I've been with with friends, and they're like, let's sit in the back. And it's like, okay, sure. I would never sit in the back of a class. I, I don't think it really fucking matters. The only class I actively sat in the back for was my psychology class. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because the only way I feel like where I sit would affect my grade is if I couldn't see the board. Because in high school, my vision started... To, drastically go down you know so i had to wear glasses and if i didn't wear glasses i couldn't see the fucking board if Mm. i if i didn't wear glasses in college my grades would be bad well i always have the bad luck of sitting right behind shrek oh yeah yeah always without fail (laughs) (laughs) oh man i got it uh yeah i know i feel you yeah but because yeah it just I don't want to sit in the very front because I feel like everyone's looking at me because I'm self-conscious how I am. So I tend to sit closer to the back than to the front. It's just self-conscious of me. I've actually moved into the front row since in some of my classes since the beginning of the semester, just depending on what class it is. Intro to Mass Comm, I sit in the front because... Question. This is going to be a long episode, guys, so to deal with it. It's, it's funny. You haven't heard us in a long, long time. Yeah. And you're not going to for a long time either. <laughs> I think I get done May, mid-May. Yeah, me too. So, fucking a, I just uh, what were you just talking about? I was talking about moving into the front row. Oh, okay, do you guys have like a? You guys don't have assigned seats at college, right? No. Is there an unwritten rule that if you're in a seat and you have a seat for like the first week, that's your fucking seat? I would say so. Yes, but nobody sits in that. Okay. 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 In the first in the first week, intro to mass com. Like, I would never move into the front row of my philosophy class for two reasons. <laughs> for one, for that reason, and two, because, no. Um, but, like, in my intro to mass comp class, nobody sits in the front row. And I was like, well, I like this class. The teacher's not going to bite me, and she's not one of those Socratic method assholes. So, mean? where they just, they, they'll pick on you and say, answer this question. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Um, um. So I sat. Th- I sit there, and she said the first day, the first day that I did. It, she said, "Oh, Emily, you moved." Oh, in front of the class. It was in the beginning. She was handing out papers, so she didn't really have the did whole. Did you class say it loud? No. Oh, good. Because um, <laughs> that's just it's such a dick. It's like keep it to yourself, you know. Well, but like my first class, the first class in business law, I sat in the second row because I was like, I'm gonna see how this teacher is before I decide to sit in the front row. Nobody sat in the front row, so I was like, okay, next class, I'm gonna go sit in the front row. And the guy is my favorite. This is the best teacher I've had in a long time. I mean, I haven't had such a good teacher since Mr. Wilson at Emmanuel. Do I sit in the front of any of my classes? I try not to. <laughs> I don't try to sit in the back, but I don't try to sit in the front. I usually just, I usually do what my friends do. 
I think that every class I Nothing went to, I went right to the second row just to see how the teacher was. And then if yeah. I had the opportunity to move up later, I moved up. Because I feel like you can be a good student in the back. It just depends on how you, how yeah. you are. Well, a lot of the people at, at St. John's, I find, will walk in and sit in the front row just to be close to the door. That is a weird Or they walk to... in late and they sit in the front yeah, row. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. yeah. Is St. John's, that's a, is that a big school? Um, not Staten Island campus. Okay. Um, it's like my biggest class maybe has 30 people in it. Queens, I think, is bigger. Um, but I don't go to Queens, so. All right. So, so now I kind of have a, have a story. Emily hasn't heard it yet. Oh, Jesus. Um, the only people that have heard it are my, my social media followers. And I, to this day... Well, it happened yesterday night, last night. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened. I don't know why it happened. Um, I don't know what I was thinking. But here's what happened, and and, and here's how it went. So I was done supper or dinner. I don't know how you guys say it. And I was getting ice cream. So I, I was. You get that the metal scoopers, and what they have is this little container thing that has water in it. And when you're done with the scooper, you put the thing in the water. Scooper first. And I was clean it. Yeah. In between. And while I was scoop well you just leave it in there. Mm -hmm. You don't So I was I was scooping ice cream and these two girls started to form a line. And that subconsciously that forms pressure. Mm -hmm. right? That creates pressure in your mind. It's because like, they were girls or because there's a line pushing you to move faster. That <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's time to get the fuck out, dude. Let's fucking get your ice cream and fucking move it on. So I was starting to <laughs> when I have pressure on me, I start to lose some some of my, my capacities. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the thing with this thing, because it's a it's like a an ice cream freezer. So there's a thing that opens there's a thing that opens and there's there's usually three ice cream barrels at the top, three ice cream barrels at the bottom. And uh, let me get up so I can act. So I was scooping this is the container. Okay. This is the ice cream. Okay. And I opened it. And so I was grabbing Cut my coffee ice cream from here. Because I like coffee ice cream. I hate coffee. <laughs> and I was putting it in. And what what I never know what to do is do I leave it open for the people behind me and give them the scooper? Or do I put the scooper back in the thing and make them grab it? You know? Like do they want coffee ice cream on whatever ice cream they're going to grab? I never know that. So what I did is when I got done scooping... I left that open, uh -huh. which was good of me. Uh -huh. And here is when my brain went to shit. I put the scooper in the container like that, so the scooper Scoop was up. up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny! That's beautiful. <laughs> I, I don't know why scooper I did that. Scooper up so the handle was in sure. the water. And I was walking away, <laughs> oh, and the girl asshole. and the girl, the girl said, "Why did he put it in like that?" <laughs> Loud enough for me to hear it, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit! Why did I do that?" Oh no, I feel it, I feel it, awkward. Right, and to make it worse, I forgot to grab a spoon. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so I kind of had to awkwardly pick up a spoon. Walk away. And she was staring at me. She was glaring at me. Oh my it was God. one of those glares that girls give you. Yeah. Especially the ones that are kind of pretty. <laughs> and they give you a glare. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of scary. 
But she, was, she had an understandable attitude. It was totally understandable. Like when a fucking guy, like how else are you gonna fucking grab it? You're gonna grab the scooper, <laughs> you know? And I, uh, I totally felt like an asshole and stupid as fuck. That's funny. You know? Like oh, I, man. I don't, I don't know, I don't know why I did that. Like I didn't do it on purpose. Now they probably think the next time they see me, oh, that's the fucking well, guy that put the scooper in backwards. Probably, but th then again, they were rushing you. Yeah. Watch. I have been rushed before. I never did that. <laughs> Well, maybe it's a good thing that um, that wasn't the case at the um, on the cruise boat because you would have been fucked. I mean, I I, I feel like the next time because I couldn't I could never explain it in the heat of the moment because I don't know why I did it. Yeah. Like if I had said, "Oh, jeez, I'm sorry," I <laughs> your brain wasn't working there. Uh, yeah, they never would have believed you. They would have given me a glare. They'd be like, "Okay," they would have given me one of those eyes. So I really I I. But you know, I bet they never realize, like, they might look at you and be like, aren't you the guy with the scoop, ice cream scooper? But I don't think they'll be like, oh, that guy with the ice cream scooper? Like, I don't think they're ever going to do that. Then again, they could because people are, women are bitches. Um, I'm glad you said it. Yep. But yeah, I, I it just, uh, it was a moment and I, I, I thought about it. I told myself when I was leaving the, ca the calf, I was like, I'm not going to think about this. So it's not a big deal. She's going to forget about it. Yeah. And I'm going to forget about it. But the whole walk back to the dorm, I felt so <laughs> stupid. It's like, John, there's two ways to put the scooper in the fucking container. That's not one of them, okay? <laughs> do you do you ever, like, are just walking around, like, enjoying your day, and then all of a sudden you remember something sure that's do. really embarrassing that happened sure to you, and you cringe? Sure do. Yep. You have to scream it out. Yep. I do it. I yep, do that all the time. Oh, yeah. I've, I've, got, I've got some memories that yeah. you just, you, you'll, you'll be in the shower washing your hair and then you'll think of a time when you said yes to someone that you really shouldn't have yeah and you just have to you know you just have to go ah you know you have to get that you have to get that memory out yep you just have to go ugh ugh ah you know John's facial expressions are really funny and <laughs> I wish you could see them um, but yeah, I do that too. I kind of just like, ooh, ooh, like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know, it's just. So if you ever see me shudder for no reason, I've just been remembering something painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not fun. And I felt like, like, I didn't feel like an asshole until I thought about it. It's like, how are they going to grab it? <laughs> There's more than one scooper, but the other scooper's underwater. So that's, that's the grossest thing, but to put the scooper in, and it's not like the scooper fell into the water. It fucking stayed up there. <laughs> and like, if I could see those girls again, and I wasn't wearing my glasses, so I couldn't see their face clearly. Cause like without my glasses, I can't see faces. I'll never know who they were. <laughs> so the next time they see me, they're going to give me such a look of contempt. I'm not going to know what it's for. <laughs> so I know, I think one girl had brown hair. The girl that said something had brown hair. I think the other girl might have had blonde hair. So if somebody, like, ever gives you a dirty look for no reason. Was I the one that put the scooper in fucking backwards? <laughs> Were you the one? I'm sorry. <laughs> I I had a brain fart. You're really pretty. Maybe you'll get a date out of it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I, I've been thinking about it ever since. That's, and like, something that you would see in the movies, John. Like, you wouldn't think of it from an intelligent college student. Thank you. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't want to say that. I'm glad you did. <laughs> But I, I just, I thought about it constantly. I thought about it in the shower this morning. <laughs> Did 
Did you cringe? I, a little bit. <laughs> because the girl's going to judge me. Mm-hmm. And I did, I, did, I did nothing wrong up to that point. You know, I left the thing open. That's very courteous. I just, for five seconds, when my hand got done with the scooper, <laughs> and it went over here to put it in the fucking container, brain took the day off. I just can't, I'm trying to imagine just, like, what happened. Like, you usually put it in this way, and yet here's, somehow you left it up. Here's my theory. Put your hand out. So I'm putting in. You have the scooper. Mm. All right. Oh, man, a lint roller. We're using our lint roller, guys. Scooper. Mm-hmm. Non-scooper. Okay. Right? So I'm scooping, you know. Okay. So you have a cone. This is how I would give it to you, right? Right. Maybe that makes sense. Maybe you went to go give it to her in her hand, and you put it in the thing and my, instead. My, my brain left. That's understandable. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you were trying to do the nice thing. You just took the whole, the whole ten yards. Usually what you do is you're done, you flip it over, you put it in. But sometimes you look like an asshole when you do that, when someone's waiting behind you. It's like, you're going to give me the fucking thing? You don't know how they're going to react. Because do you want coffee ice cream on your scooper? Or do you want it to be relatively clean? So I just... I skipped that whole step decision making process and I put it in there. And it didn't it didn't it didn't go down like it didn't go down like it went And how how are you gonna grab that without going you know? So it was a regrettable moment. It just added to my list of stories. Of well Do you think okay, here's a good oh, I wish that um, the next thing on the list was the um do you think you did it subconsciously? Do you think you did it on purpose to sabotage yourself? God. We can go back to it. We can go back to it. I would... Okay. (laughs) (sighs) What is next? It just... It it was one of those things. If you... Yeah, you know. And I want... I wish wish I could talk to the girl. I wish I could compose myself before I do it, though. Because I'm gonna... I'm obviously gonna talk nervously. It's like, I don't know why I did that. It... my, My... My brain stopped working. Well, maybe maybe you'll be in line behind her, and I, maybe she'll do it to you in the ice cream. In that way, in <laughs> the way, it's not like she laughed thinking I was I was I did it on accident. Yeah, it wasn't she, like she was, she thought you did it maliciously. Right. That's and I never would have I never would have done that. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Don't I, lie. I never, you're thinking it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but and she was looking at me like I could see out of the fucking my perifs. Yeah. Was she like okay stereotype her for me? Do you think she, was she like like one of those like popular like snooty girls, or do you think she think, was more like she, Tim, think, Timberland wearing I think, type girl? I think she played a sport. Yeah. Um, okay. Then that sucks for you. <laughs> Timberland wearing girl, Emily. <laughs> oh man, talk about segues. <laughs> we can talk about this first. <laughs> Emily and, and my mother were going through pictures, old pictures, and you remember you guys know how how we feel about Timberlands, right? Not good. Yeah. Or so I thought. <laughs> Apparently, when Emily was a young girl. We were in a pumpkin patch. And guess what she was wearing on her feet? We'll give you a couple seconds. If you guess Timberlands, you are absolutely right. I'm so ashamed of myself. Hypocritical. I hate. I hated myself when I saw that picture. I said, Mom, what's that on my feet? I said, are those Timberlands? And she said, yeah, you love those things. I said, oh, fuck me. Oh, gee. <laughs> so everything that Emily's ever said, disregard it. No, and void. Yeah. And that's another reason... Why I think I'm I'm the best host because I don't lie to my listeners. Well, I didn't know I was lying. Obviously, it was a repressed memory. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was, and she sent it to me 
she sent it to me last night, mom did. And I was like, oh, oh, great. I should stop doing pot. Uh, ethically, I should stop doing this with you because you lied, lied to me. Yeah. You know? I would never wear Timberlands. I would wear Uggs. Like, you gave me some, some nice, some nice Uggs, I'd wear them. I would. Is that a hint? If you, if you, uh, might be. <laughs> <laughs> do you want, like, regular Uggs or do you want, like, manly Uggs? Like, Uggs that, are look, that look like actual boots. Um, anything that Tom Brady wears, get me. Gotcha. Got it. That narrows things down nicely. Thank you. You're welcome. The next time you speak sarcastically to me, I will give you one of these right in your soccer. Oh, that's a that's a knuckle sandwich for those of you who can't see. <laughs> so going on on stories of me losing losing my capacities for one of my jobs. This isn't particularly in the job description. It's not what I usually do, but my boss said. Can you can you um, come to the basketball game and hand out free T-shirts? Now I'm thinking, what what the fuck do I have to do? I I, I go at the table, I put the T-shirts out. People come in, grab the T-shirts, right? That night it was an ABA game, which means athletes back athletes, which means every single student athlete on the campus will be at that game, most likely. And that creates a full stadium arena, arena, right? So it's not not busy there. There is. 500 people there. And the t-shirts were pretty cool. And it was it was a big job for me to do. And I did favorite people. Um, I saved one for my friend. And uh, the soccer girls, a few of them, came and, 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 and said, like, can you save some t-shirts? And I was like, yeah, she's fucking right, I can. So I saved, I saved, a, few, saved a few for them. But um, you would never believe how much college students cared about a free t-shirt. They were animals. It was like I was throwing out food for for for, for people that didn't have food. Did anybody try and come back for a second? Do you know? I don't know. I was I couldn't I could barely understand what was going on. Hmm. It was chaos. It was chaotic. It was a nightmare. Jeez. Well they're paying a lot of fucking tuition. Maybe they wanted their fucking free t shirt. Guess who didn't get a t shirt? You? I didn't. Really? No. That's fucking bullshit. Well, it was my fault. I could have saved myself a t-shirt. Yeah, but... you could have. Would but... that have been ethical? Sure. You think it would have been yeah, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I was technically, you know. Yeah, that was going to be fine, but I would have had to. And the thing is, they weren't really in the box sorted out well, so you had to really dig for a certain size. So it was just, it was just, I am never going to be a t-shirt hander outer. Again? You told him? I'll never do no, that no, again. No, 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 no. I didn't tell him, but I, I, I... Will you tell him again? Well, if he asks you to do it again? Well, I think I learned lessons. And one of those lessons would be don't do that on a... Because the t-shirts are incentive to come. And since everybody's already has to be there, you don't have to do that. That You do those kind of promotions on a night where people don't come. Yeah. Like, like a fucking Tuesday night with nothing on the line. What night was this? This was like a... Well, I don't remember. It was a Navy A game. So Are those usually on a weekend or? The, it's never on the weekend. Random. Okay. Sometimes they're Saturday. Well, yeah. the sports games. Are well, you usually... should tell your boss that. Maybe he'll take that into consideration. Maybe he'll be like, "Oh, this guy, this kid knows what he's talking about. Don't hand him out on a night when people have to come." We didn't really ask, so I didn't really tell him. I know, but you might him just 
hey, just in passing, just in the future, maybe hand these out on a night when people don't have to come, and that yeah. way more people show up, versus yeah. an ABA game where these people have to be here. And the thing is, there's women's, and then there's men's, and unfortunately, nobody goes to the women's basketball games. Because the men's are first. Because men are... are Better. Well, I mean, like, the sports team does better than the women's sports team? I wouldn't even go that far. Really? No. They just they don't, just, they don't give a fuck about the women's team? Men's, basically. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate. Because, you know, for the longest time, well, women's hockey is better than our men's hockey team. But nobody goes to the women's no, hockey team? Uh, very, very few people. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Friends, people that care about hockey, people that work, that's it, hmm. really. Parents, parents of, of the other team. And then I'd say good friends of the hockey team other than that. People that are drunk and want to go watch hockey. But the men's hockey team, they are not good. And they get a crowd. Hmm. Um, and when, when these ABA games happen, there are so many kids there. And a lot of them are outgoing. And they're very very loud and to the point when they're, cheer- when they're crowd. And that makes them a great crowd. And so I'm going to go on a soapbox for a little bit here. And say if they had that kind of crowd at every game, it'd be great. But it's it's... The, sh- the t-shirt promotion is not necessary. It's it's actually overkill. Yeah. And when you have a kid that's not experienced in that, and is kind of introverted, he's gonna get overwhelmed. There is there is, like I don't know if you've ever been in the field house, but there is an opening. There's a there's, there's a doors there's doors. The table was here. The door was here. Fucking, this area was full of people. There was a line out the door. Wow. Huh. And uh, I was starting to be like, dude, <laughs> I was starting to text the guy. I was like, there's a line forming. The masses are coming. The horde is on its way. You really want to wait to hand it. Because what, what our original plan was, we were going to wait shortly before the lineups were announced. Or after the lineups were announced. But people only came for the t-shirts. Other than that, they were just going to sit there and watch the basketball game. So... It was. That's crazy. They came for the shirts, and I was the man for the shirts. Yeah, it, were did you stay alone the whole time? Nobody came to help you. There were people there. The, the, the two kids next to me—they were pretty cool kids. And it was basically the guy, the very guy next to me, really nice guy. One of the best guys I know. I don't really—I'm not really his friend with him, but he he helped me out there. Hey, kitty. Um. This is your second time on Better Blake than Never. How you feel? Um, he kind of, he didn't really do anything for me, but I just felt more comfortable with him there because people were, they, like I was, the, the bleachers were behind me. People were coming up on the bleachers and be like, yo, give me a t-shirt. Did anybody, um, I, one of the soccer girls did, but I, I like the soccer girls. I'll, right. I'll, 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 did anybody get pissy with you? No. No, it was just a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, it was a fucking, it was a free t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I got paid to do what I did, not much, but seven twenty-five. I think I think they have to raise the minimum wage in New Hampshire. That's another soapbox thing. Because <laughs> um, even in, in Ohio, it's eight ten, and in, I think in Vermont it's like nine something. I think it's nine fifty. Right. Like like I'd, I'd I'd be I'd be fine, you know. But anyway, people were coming under the bleachers. I think there was like one or two kids that came under the bleachers, sent to my side. It was like, I get a t-shirt. I was like, no. <laughs> See the line? 
That's what I would have said, but then nobody but would the like way, it. But the way the t-shirt promotion was supposed to happen was they were supposed to get it as they came in. But for the women's game, those t-shirts went so fast. So if we had done that again, it would have they would have been gone instantly. You know, because people, what they do when they come in, they come in packs. They don't just come one at a time, they come in packs. So you could be losing 10 t-shirts at a time. And at one point, I actually had to, I grabbed a big size of t-shirts and I put them on the table. It took five seconds for them to leave. Well. People were actually grabbing, fucking trying to get in, get in the top, top of the line. It was, there were animals. Wow. You know, John, um, the story, uh, I almost applied to Franklin Pierce for this semester and uh, I'm kind of glad that I didn't do it. Yes. Well, it's great other than that. <laughs> I don't know, it just seems like... I, I mean, obviously the soccer girls, you speak well of them, and there's you, which would be good for better play than ever, but... I don't know. Anyway. But I did get to see the soccer girls, and they, and they, 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 they stuck around for a little bit, so that was fun. Everybody else was just animals, so... Want to talk about Donald Trump's... His, his ween... You guys, I'm sure you political people, heard about, um, I think it was uh, whatever that Rubio guy's name is. What's Mark, his first Marco name? Rubio. Marco Rubio. Apparently, he uh, talked about Donald Trump's hands. Hands? Sandy said his hands are small, so I wonder what that means. I, I'm guessing. Yeah, he probably totally meant it. And tr- you do not let another man talk about the size of your junk. You don't do it. Okay, you don't let him talk bad about it, because let's say that that Rubio said, "Oh, he has small hands." I wonder what that means. If Trump had said, "Yeah, I have small hands," and it means exactly what you think it means. <laughs> now, every like, if you were just a random guy and you let a guy talk talk about, you know, that you're that you're that you have a small ween, that you have a small ween, that's not going to get you many ladies. But he's got a whole shit ton of money. Why would anybody matter? Why would it matter about yeah, the size of his Yeah, I was, I was, I was. You have no idea how much I want to punch you in the nose. Sorry. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's think about it in a, in a where where they're significantly less popular and rich, and it's just you're just a you're just a, a random guy. You, you don't you don't let another guy talk to you like that. What you do is it has to be it needs to be like poker. You need to like you need to bluff. like you know that it's there, but you you're not telling. Well, you know, you might know exactly how big you are, but you might be you might be smaller than people think. So you have to lie and make it look like you're bigger than people think. So you, it's like poker. You bluff. <laughs> you know, you fake it till you make it. And then once you do make it, uh, you apologize and say that it's cold in here. <laughs> you know us well. <laughs> Regardless. Especially in the presidential race, you don't let you don't let another guy talk to you about your ween. Okay, but how unprofessional was it that he brought up ween in the first place? Rubio. Either one of them. Why like, you don't just let a guy talk about your junk? Yeah, but Ru- okay, they're both in the, the wrong because Rubio said hands, which was implying ween. That was his. That was his bad. Donald Trump, like, come on, don't be so unprofessional that you talk about your ween in public on national television. I would have been done exactly what Donald Trump did. Really? Oh yeah. Someone questioned the size of your wiener, and you'd be like, "No, ladies, it's twelve inches." Well, he didn't. He didn't. He said, 
I, there are no problems with that. <laughs> I guarantee it. There are no problems with anything of that sort. He didn't. He he did not directly say anything. Right. He just he did the same implication that Rubio did. What my hands are just fine, kind of. No, I, my, I, I didn't watch it because my my the thing with that has to do with the hands. No problems down there. I guarantee it. Is basically what he said. And I don't agree with Donald Trump on a lot, but I I would stand behind him, and I would vote for him, just for that alone. Because he stood up for his wing. He did. <laughs> that shows integrity. <laughs> you know, I don't want my president when North Korea is at the fucking bargaining table say, "You have a small fucking wing." I don't want my guy. I don't want my president to be like, "You know what? You're right. I do." <laughs> and these small hands, it only it only it only backs it up even more. I don't want my president to do that. I want him to be like. Fuck you. Yeah, we want that that guy at the United yeah. Nations. I mean, you think Bernie Sanders is gonna be like, yeah, my 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 ween is you. I have no problems. My my my, it's big. It's bigger than you can even comprehend. He's gonna be like, we all have the same size ween, and uh, we're gonna take <laughs> we're gonna take sizes. We are gonna take sizes away. We're gonna take you have you have twelve inches. We're gonna take six away from you because this this guy needs some. Okay. <laughs> Oh. You know, that's all. Well, you just gained a whole bunch of anti-Sanders uh, people. You mean like mom? Yeah. So, <laughs> listen, I just I just respect him a little bit more. Oh, because um, he stood up for his wing. Because he stood up for what was right. <laughs> and continuing our political coverage here at Better Blake Than Ever, did you see the idiots at Bernie Sanders rally campaign, whatever fuck Josh, it was? Josh, how do you feel about Bernie Sanders? Love the guy. He's a great guy. And, uh... Great guy. Mm-hmm. Old guy. Great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Good guy. <laughs> <laughs> but his supporters might be some of the... Idiots. I don't I don't, I don't. understand it. Like, this this bird... Don't tell you. Yeah, tell him. Sorry. The bird... There was a bird. A, a very, very small bird. Flew on the podium. And, uh... People... They were excited. Don't know why. And then the bird moved from the stage to the top of the to Bernie's podium. Podium. And people lost their shit. They were jumping. They were screaming. They were acting like their team just won a won a game. Like a national championship. Yeah. And it's like, who gives a flying motherfucking fuck if that bird fucking flew on the podium? Like, sure, it's funny. It's cute that the bird landed on the podium. It's like it's listening to Birdie, but that is the extent of the funniness. I don't think it warranted that kind of reaction. Well, if they took it as a sign. Sure, <laughs> but it wasn't a dove. The bird, the bird. It was a hummingbird. It yes, but do you remember? You did you watch that video? Very. Didn't, didn't they? Didn't he say, "Oh, that was a dove and calling for world peace"? That's, like, he said, "That's called a dove looking yeah. for world peace." Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it was a worthy statement, but. I think it's. I think I just. I, I don't have a problem with. I, didn't, I don't have a problem problem with Bernie at all. It's more with his supporters. I don't think there was. It seems like his supporters are a lot of people that think they're, that not funny jokes are very funny. Um, and they kind of over over, over laugh at. Things that aren't really funny. Like you know that you know that kid in school that made the stupidest jokes. And he really thought he was really funny, so he kept on doing it. Yeah. And you just hated him. Yep. 
Do you think that the, his supporters are that are those guys? Yeah. Like, all Or they're the people that laugh at them. Like, you know the, the, the girls that are... You like them at first, but then they laugh at stupid fucking jokes. And they think stupid shit is cool and funny. And like, then you start to not like them. That's would would you um, liken them to, like, a heckler of a comedian? Like, that person who's like, Whoa, what about this, that, and the other thing? Like, I can't be specific because I don't really remember. But um, there was a girl at Owen Benjamin's show when he was in Burlington. And she was being a C-word. Oh, yeah. Like, it was so cool. So you went, it you was went cool from the saying act. the word and then you said C-word. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't want to say it more than once. And I didn't want people to think that I'm, like, hostile or something like that. <laughs> Besides, that girl that I, <laughs> that I said about before was really a C-word. But, I mean... I'm just saying. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. So. I think it's just because they don't think they're funny. They think they're right. Right. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I love Bernie. You know, I love him as a grandfather. I don't know how he would do as a president. Um, I feel like he's the. He's the. He's he's not Hillary. I don't want to vote for Hillary, but if I had to vote, I, I'd rather pick between Trump and Bernie. I'm I'm still kind of deciding how I feel about them all, but but um other than that, I really don't care. But his Bernie supporters are not are not the uh, the people you want to go for for jokes because they will they will make you they will make you seem funnier than you are. <laughs> and uh, so we don't want people. Uh, so are you saying that we don't want people um, who are Bernie supporters listening to Better Blake than Never? You think no. Because then they would make us seem funnier than we are. No. <laughs> no. All I'm saying... Well, you can take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, I, I like hearing laughs. Right. But if I know a joke is bad and I get a laugh, I'll be like, I'm glad I made that happen, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna get a big hit over it. Whereas, if I know I have a really good joke and everybody laughs, I'll be like, yeah, I fucking killed that. Yeah. Bite me, you know? <laughs> and then... Oh, there's the tongue clicking again. Oh, mm. this is going to be a really quick one. I just want to share it with you. I want to see if you found it as funny as I did. Um, there's a being on the soccer team. I get a lot of access to different accents and different languages, and one of the girls uh, is from Brazil, and she speaks Portuguese, so she tweets in Portuguese. Mm -hmm. And Portuguese doesn't always directly relate to English. And I figured that out because um, it was her birthday earlier in the year. And I wish her happy birthday on, on Team Twitter. At F-U-W-S-O-C. S-O-C. F-P-U-W-S-O-C. Follow it on Twitter, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I, try, I wish her happy birthday. And I said, and she was our leading scorer at the time. So I said, a happy 20th birthday to our leading scorer. Exclamation point. Right. And it, it, it translated to a very happy birthday to our leading artillery gunner or something. <laughs> and I was like, great. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, man, I had another good topic. I, we need to talk about this. Hang on. Oh, man. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, a cu couple weeks ago, the sun was out. Uh-huh. But it wasn't warm. So it was kind of like a, like a, like, like, like fool's gold, it was like a fool's sun. Mm -hmm. 
So it looked hot outside, but it wasn't. Yeah. And Brazil is, is a warm place, right? So she saw the sun. She saw that it, was, it looked warm. And she was like, okay, I'm not going to, I don't have to put on so much stuff. You know, but just shirt, some shorts. And she went outside. And this is her tweet. Okay. This is me. I, 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 I Americanized it just enough to understand it. But everything else is how it came out on Bing Translate on okay. Twitter. When I took three steps outside, I turned around and came back to put more blouses on because fight shit hit a gust of fuck. Fight from because because fight shit hit a gust of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like how oh often do you hear those words strung together like fight that? Fight shit hit a gust of fuck. <laughs> Holy crap! And I laughed so hard. <laughs> Like not not because not because I doubt she understands what what she said, right? But the way that it came out, it was it was hilarious. Like I'm guessing she said because because this fucking shit hit a gust of of bullshit that I frankly yeah. wasn't ready for, you know. So I just thought it was really funny and really cute, yeah. you know. So that's funny. And I think it's cute when like I I really like to like learn swears in other languages. So do you want me to teach you one? Sure. In Italian, uh, go fuck yourself is vaffanculo. Oh, yeah? Yep. I thought it was vaffanopoli. No, it's vaffanculo. 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 I'll use that. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. So, this one. I kind of made it very broad. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, Kim Kardashian shared a picture on Twitter. Did you see this? Um, I saw the ramifications of it in my PR class. Okay. Well, listen, and this is a very man-centric opinion, that was not a nude photo. It wasn't even close to a nude photo. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because guess what? I don't know if you saw the picture, but it was, it was Kim. It was her body with her, you know, those things. And then this thing, right? Her legs. And she was holding up a selfie thing. She was taking her phone, her picture, Right? Black bars over the three most important things that make a nude photo a nude photo. Okay? Stop banging on the table, John. Like, they were black bars. Like, they were covering. How can you call that a nude photo? And what, Emily, what needs to what needs to show for a photo to be a nude photo? Do you want me to say it? Try, try to be nice for our listeners, but yeah. Boobies and hoo-hahs? There you go. <laughs> Did you see Ronda Rousey in body paint, by the way? Um, that was perfection. Um, not that you had to know that, but, um, anyway, I just thought it was total bullshit that they were, that they were ragging on Kim for sharing yeah. a nude photo. But on you Twitter. know, a lot of people were like, oh, you're, oh, women and oh, you're subject, subject, sub, whatever that fucking word is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like John right now. Um, but you know, you're making, you're not being a good role model for young girls, like, if there are any young girls listening to this podcast right now, which I wouldn't suggest, um, yo, don't post nude pictures of yourself on the internet. Like, how hard is that? Like, don't be like him and post n- naked pictures of yourself. <laughs> Emily. You should see that. Listen to me. What are the three things that need to show to be a nude picture? But I'm just saying people made it so much a bigger deal than it needed to be. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a nude photo. Yeah. Right. But I'm saying... Like, everyone thought that this picture, regardless of what, what it was or not, 
everyone said, oh, you're, you're, what, what's the word I'm t looking for? Sub subjecting? Yeah, something like that. But you're like, you're making, you're showing yourself in a. Dude, if I had hot tits, I would, I would, I would show them. If you got it flaunted. But listen, I, I just, I don't think it was a big, if she had done a... No, that, if, if I, I didn't see it, I only saw the tweets responding to what she did. That's, I wouldn't call that a nude photo. It wasn't. Because it's not showing anything that's X-rated. Yeah. So why would it be nude? She's not nude. She's covered. Like, I mean, you can, you can imagine. Right. And I'm sure a lot of guys did. Right. And girls, you know. Yeah. And Kanye. Yeah. But to say it was a nude photo and it was, it wasn't. I mean, it might as well have been fucking anything else you know because the black bars they they made it not a nude photo it made it a regular photo with a little bit more I mean, she could have been wearing a bikini sure could have you know and she she was basically the the black bars made it act like that and so people that overreacted i uh i hate more than you know oh i agree with you because what i was expecting to be honest because to be completely honest with our listeners because i don't lie to my listeners like other people do. About about Timberland. Okay, move okay, on. Okay, move okay, along. Okay. I was just I was just making it known. God damn it. You don't lie. And nude photos. And uh Okay, okay, okay. So when I went on I, I saw that Kim Kim Kardashian posted a nude picture on Twitter. People didn't like it. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I I may or may not have looked it up. And um I looked at our Twitter, and there was a picture with black bars. I was like, that can't be the picture. So I went a little farther down, and I was like, that, that was the picture. People are calling that nude photo. So one, you lied. Okay. Assholes. That's basically it. Like, when you know when you go on a, like a TV show, and it says, rated R for nudity, mm -hmm. you expect to see nudity. Right. And when you end up seeing a guy's ass, disappointed, right? Because they lied directly to your face. So I felt the same way. I, I uh, understand your frustration. I don't think you do. I mean, obviously not in this situation, but I understand that they lied to you and you were frustrated with it. And guys, I might, I might actually share my, 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 my masterful drawing. I mean, I would. I would too. And uh, I will do it right next to the picture of me wearing Timberlands. <laughs> anyway, I was... Yeah. Some people are just not the smartest. So, we finally had a few questions submitted well not finally we have before but um these are the most recent ones and so we we what we'll do is we will post this picture of this of the topics and you can respond to any one of them all of them none of them well don't 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 respond to none of them but reply to one of them two of them all of them and uh, tell us what you think or suggest new ones which is what we're going to do right now Here's the questions. Okay. This isn't really a question. It's more of a statement. It's more of a, a pondering. It's not really a question. When falling in a puddle is a sign of good luck. I don't really think it is. I mean, I, you don't think that... No. Could But could falling in a puddle be a sign of good luck? No. No? You don't think so? You think that... I don't really <laughs> believe in... I don't really believe in... in Have you in, fallen in any puddles recently, John? Not recently. <laughs> like within this calendar year? No, <laughs> been very close. But. You don't think that if you'd done that, your your day would have just gone better from there? I mean, it's true, right? If you if you fall in a puddle, 
I don't. Your day well, can only get sure, better. Well, sure, sure. Technically, I don't think it has anything to do with luck, though. I don't. I don't think you could fall in a puddle and win the lottery. Well, what if you did? <laughs> that would be lucky. <laughs> it sure would be, but I. I don't. I mean, it was very. It was very specific. Falling in a puddle. Well, didn't you? Didn't we talk about you falling in a puddle? I almost fell in puddles. Oh. I never. I, actually I thought fell you in a actually puddle. fell in a puddle. No. That that's less funny. Yeah. Well, do you think that almost falling in a puddle gave you good luck? Uh, I think you can be lucky that you didn't fall in a puddle, but I don't think it gives you good luck. I mean, sure, it's a sign of good luck. Like you're lucky that you didn't that your your center of balance wasn't off. You're lucky that that didn't happen. Do you like, do you believe that anything could be, cause you good luck? No. You don't believe it. No. So you just don't think that anything could cause you good luck. Do you think that some people are naturally lucky? You don't think so? No. Then what would you attribute to good luck? If Nothing. some if somebody seemingly had good luck, what would you attribute it to? Uh luck. <laughs> I I'm I'm thinking I was Like I don't think it I don't like, think it would really Would you say work ethic? And the work that you put into something that would be well, considered? no, because I'm I'm sure bad stuff happens. Bad stuff happens to people that don't deserve it. Right. You know, I think it's. I don't think it really governs any kind of skills. Like there's, I don't think there's anything you can do to decrease or increase your luck. Like karma's bullshit. Yeah, you think so? Yep. Soulmates. Yeah. Horoscopes. All that is horoscopes. <laughs> horoscopes is a load of crap. It's, it's 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 made up stuff. You know, like you can be lucky, but. Like, the same day, you can, you can have something lucky happen, then you can have something unlucky happen. Like, you can, you know, you can snag the last, you know, burger. Unless you have, like, like you know how, how sometimes when, you, when you're when you at a calf, you have to grab a burger. And if they run out, they have to make some more, so you have to wait there. Mm-hmm. You might grab the last one, and then, and then, like, ten minutes later, you're putting the fucking scooper backwards in the water. You know? <laughs> So it's it can it can happen both ways. But if if somebody takes the last burger before you, then you get the nice juicy new ones, even though you have to wait for them. So it's all how you look at it. Mm. Do you think that people could say that they're lucky just based on their perce- perception of what's going on? Sure, I don't think they can be. You don't think it? You you don't? Think I think it's, it's. I think luck is a one-time thing. I don't think you you. I don't think if you're lucky once, it means you're always going to be lucky. You don't think you can manifest luck? I don't know what that means. Create it? No. No? I, one of my sports and rec teacher, he said, he didn't really give us an option to decline or decline. He said, why do we create our own luck? And I'm like, I don't think we do. I think it's a one-time thing. Nothing determines it. It's just the way the fucking dice rolls, you know? Right. It's like a fucking flip of a coin. Right. Okay, well then, tell me what you think about this cliche quote. Here we go. Uh, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. You think that's true? I think it's... I, it's you think we make, we make our own luck? No! But do, instead of calling it luck, call it something else. Do you, think, like do you think we control our fate? No. You think we control our destiny? No. Then what does? What governs that? Well, listen, I mean, you can work hard to get something. Right. But that has nothing to do with luck. I'm talking about broader things than luck now. Okay. I've, I've switched need, the topic you need, on you. You need to be, you need to be clear with that. <laughs> I, I'm talking about luck, but I'm also talking about 
Did you leave Muslim the quote I said? I am the you master, are the master of, my, of my own. F- master of my fate. Soul. Master fate. of my fate. <laughs> captain of my soul. I'm the master of my fate. Meaning, huh? meaning, I, I am the master of it. I control my fate. Meaning, every action that I do goes towards what I put my. That what what you. Sure, and I would counter that with saying that bad, you know, the whole thing of bad stuff happens to people that don't really deserve it. Right. So would you say that that if you worked really hard towards something and then something really bad happens, like you got fired or laid off, right? That you contributed to that, or was that well, just a lucky thing that happened? Well, then you have to go go back and think. Well, did I do everything possible to um, make what I wanted yeah. to happen happen? And I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's fair to say that you you control everything because you just don't you just don't. But then what else would? Control well, sure you can you can you can, you well like trying to get a, a promotion. Right. You can prove to your your uh, employer your, your your boss that that you deserve the promotion. But you don't know exactly what he's going to choose until he chooses it. Like if you if you and your colleague were head to head. You wouldn't be able to do any more than you can, and I think at that point, it's what he thinks, because your employer might like more skills that the other guy has. You know. Okay, so let me let me let me add something else. In philosophy, um, there's a there's this guy called Epictetus, cool guy, um, not as cool a guy as Socrates, but cool guy. Um, he said he thinks that we, um only have control over how we react to certain situations. So, we should only be concerned about the things that we have control over. We have control over our opinions. We have control over um, our desires. We have control over our movement towards a goal. We don't have control over our bodies. What, you say? I can move my hand, but can you can you mend a broken bone instantly? No. You can't control that. So, if you shift your thinking into only fretting over the things you can control then you have a positive outlook so would you say that if the somebody had master of their thoughts like epictetus would you say that technically he could make his own luck based on how he perceives things that happen sure. to him but that could be a flaw do you think it's possible for somebody to have that much control over their thoughts? No. Do you think that somebody could go into a game and be like, sure, I lost the game, but I didn't really lose it because I I ran so many yards, or I shot this many good shots, or I... Yeah, I think that's... I think that's. I got this flawed, many punches in. Flawed thinking. Because at the end of the day... I mean, there's... Like, like, like in, like... I guess boxing, for example. Right. Like, you can say... You played a really good defensive fight, but it just it wasn't good enough. It was a, still a loss, and the only thing that's really recorded is a win and a loss, you know. But I think like like karma and luck are the same thing. Like if you have good karma, you're usually gonna have good luck. That's not always true. I think I think luck is an individual thing. It doesn't govern anything. It's just I don't even think you have it or you don't. Like there's gonna be like every situation. Like I could, you know, if I put my my hand on this thing, it could break. You know, if I you know, if I drink my a soda, I could miss my mouth. You know. <laughs> you mean like that time when I dumped orange juice all over my face in public? <laughs> when? At UVM. Did I was, you? I was drinking out of a cap 
a carton of orange juice, like a little one, like an individual size one, and I dumped it all over my face. Yeah. Not even kidding. It happened. That's fine. Like, I don't think that would govern your whole whole lucky thing, but I just, I just, I really don't think it, it we've kind of gone off the subject. When falling in a puddle is a sign of good luck. When is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's just, I mean, the ice could be extra slippery. Like the person in front of you, they found the right patch of ice. You didn't. And you kind of, you weren't ready for that patch of ice. You fall. You go in the puddle, you embarrass yourself. But I don't think anything else. Do you think that the falling in a puddle could be a metaphor? For not being prepared? Preparing to, f failing to prepare is preparing. Uh, if you fail to prepare, you should prepare to fail. If you don't prepare yourself for the puddle, you're going to fall in it. No, you'll be lucky if you don't. <laughs> Whatever, I'm done with that. <laughs> You've just completed the metaphor. <laughs> I mean, the next one. We're rounding in on two hours. <laughs> this is what I usually do by myself, so I'm pretty impressed. Why do we shoot ourselves in the foot when we know we can do something great? You want to start? Nope, you go for it. <laughs> She passed the buck. <laughs> Just um, like you should have on the airplane. <laughs> uh, I mean... Why do you shoot yourself in the foot when you know you can be great? Well, I don't think you know when you're shooting yourself in the foot. So you think it's subconscious? You're trying to lead me into that, aren't you? Still. We talked about it a little bit before the mics came on, and she was... <laughs> Using these the same language. I'm sorry. I think that it, that's. I don't think you. Do you think that you? Okay. Regard. Okay. Let's disregard for the fact that we don't have a gun and we can't shoot ourselves in the foot. Okay. Yep. Do you think that any shooting of the feet would be subconscious if you were trying to achieve something great? To use that those words. No, I, I don't think you would intentionally shoot yourself in the foot. You don't. You don't think that you would ever sabotage. Yourself in any way. I don't see the point. But you don't think that maybe you would do it? No. Okay, so let me think about. Like I, I could do something that fucked me up. Like if I, if I, if. Mm. Okay, so think about this. I'm gonna use a friend's reference here. Do you remember when Phoebe was dating that guy in the very beginning? I can't remember his name. And um, he was a psychologist or whatever, oh, and yeah. he said, "Well, Ross, you know, I think that you." Married the lesbian because you wanted to your sister to seem like less of a failure, so you married the lesbian to make your, yourself seem worse than you were. Technically, that was shooting himself in the foot, even if it was true or not. Like he obviously he was like, no, I didn't know she was a fucking lesbian. You know, like like I think it's I the think... same thing. Like, do you think he subconsciously shot himself in the foot, so to speak, to make his sister? No. I think when he, when you look back, you see that happened. And in hindsight, you could be like, oh, yeah, I guess that happened. But I don't think Ross did that because you, you don't want that heartbreak to happen. Right, of course. But you don't think that... Would you ever sacrifice... I'm not saying it like... Would you ever sacrifice yourself in that manner? Maybe not for me. Okay, okay. So, like, for example, would, okay, like, we want to go, we we, go direct If we here. had the same relationship that Ross and Monica did, and, you know, that we didn't, weren't constantly picking at each other, and that was your d damn fault for marrying a lesbian... You know, careful, careful. Like, <laughs> let's be careful here. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. Do you think that you would 
Subcon- even sub- Do you think that you would have the capacity sub- subconsciously to shoot yourself in the foot or mm-hmm. to sabotage yourself in that manner? I don't think I would because... Do you think that's personality? I, well, okay, let's say, let's say this. Let's say I got in a string of bad relationships to make you look good. Right. For whatever reason. I'm not sure why I would do that and make myself go through all that heartbreak and stuff. Do you think somebody, some people have the capacity to do that? Like Ross, for example? I still don't think he did it on purpose. Right, okay. I just think it happened, and since it did happen, you can look back at it and say that's why it happened. But it's it's not. I don't think Ross was thinking that. I don't think Ross was thinking that at the time. Because you don't you don't you don't prepare for that. Right. You don't prepare for like oh yeah, I'm gonna marry I'm gonna marry this this girl. She's gonna be a lesbian. I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna move out. And there we go. It's gonna I'm gonna deal with it. It's gonna be sad. Okay, let me ask you this. In bowling, because I really wasn't around when you were bowling that much. Do you ever, maybe not consciously again, because a lot of the times, like you said, we don't consciously make that decision. But do you think you ever um, bowled, like maybe messed up a part in your your routine, and so you didn't have to go to a certain tournament, or just because you knew you weren't going to win, so you didn't try very hard? Or, like, during a, a, a test in school? Or doing a paper? Or anything, any big thing like that. I know that's really broad. I think that's practical, though. Like, doing something so that you can avoid something. I'm trying to think of an example. Well, like, um, oh, what was it? You remember Deep Space Nine? Mm-hmm. When uh, Bashir, no, is that his name? Bashir? Bashir? Dr. Bashir, yeah. How he, he he knew all the answers to that test. Oh, yeah. And he failed it so he didn't have to do that thing. Right. Well, he... There's he, a reason for that. He didn't want to be... Um, he wanted to be in Starfleet, didn't he? He wanted to be in Starfleet, but he didn't want to get stuck on the, the, um, the starship... You know, he wanted to be on the frontier taking care yeah. of people, of problems that he never taken care of before. And either way, he would have had his choice of any um, job in the fleet. But also, the thing about that was that he was genetically engineered. And I wonder if he did that to kind of throw people off the scent of that. True. But that's I- like a completely different thing. Like, he, if, he, if, if, if we take into account his genetic engineering... That he did it on purpose. He shot himself in the foot. Right. If he didn't... If he wasn't taking a genetic engineering... Because the writers... I watch interviews of Star Trek because... Fuck you, I'm a nerd. Get over it. Um, He... um, The actor even says... They didn't know that this character had genetic engineering until the episode that they wrote it. So... Assuming that he didn't know that he was... At the time. Do you think... That he subconsciously did that because he didn't want to, um, you know. <laughs> I just, I, I just think, I think, I think he shot himself in the foot, but I think he did it for a practical reason, and that was so that he could be in on the on the spaceship on the space station, and I thought that was totally fine. Like if I if I wanted to, if I had to take a test again to college and I liked this certain school over this one 
and I had to get a slightly worse grade to get in this school, I would do that. On purpose. Like if I had to choose between this soccer team and another soccer team, and I would have to get a, a really bad grade to get on this one, or or like an eighty or a ninety, I might, I might, I might, I might pass up a few questions that are easy and be like, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather work with this one than than these ones. Like being with a certain teacher, like you. You can alter stuff. I don't think that's necessarily shooting yourself in the foot. And I don't think you know that you're doing it when you do it on, on accident. Um, and it's a good thing we got through all our topics. Yeah. So if you have any any opinions on anything that we've talked about, email us. Um, you can go to the to Facebook page and there's a contact us button. I made it. I made it. So, you know, use it. I think there's only been like two two people that have used it. And they didn't even send an email. So, you know. Um, keep an eye out for a survey, okay? Um, obviously, you know, if we're having trouble with participation now, it'd probably be few and far between. But if you, if you, if you, if you send in the survey and you prove that you took it, there will be a reward for you, okay? We promise. We don't know what it'll be, but there will be a reward. Um... That's all we got. Uh, we'll see you in a, in a little while. I might do a, a solo. Emily, Emily might do a solo. Who knows? Certainly not Emily. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are at three percent energy. We are at three percent battery, so we have to. We have to. Uh, we have cut to, it short. We have to cut it short. <laughs> cut it short after uh, two are, hours. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's been fun. It's been it's been fun to, to get get back into it. I uh, will post some pictures, and uh, we look forward to your responses. And um, don't be an asshole that puts a scooper in backwards. <laughs> um, have a happy Easter. Yep, happy Easter. This, this could be in by tonight, could be in tomorrow. Who knows? Um, but enjoy enjoy your weekend. Um, be successful. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. And uh, Don't let another man talk about your ween. Don't do that. <laughs> and uh, don't sleep on the fucking airplane. Have a good weekend, you fuckers. <laughs>